You are listening to the Thundercling Podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Feedy. My name is Dave. And it's good to be here, Dave. Yeah, it is nice to be We don't be see here. each other very much. Well, you know why? Why? There is a fucking virus. What? That is ravaging the world. Yeah? Yeah. Is and it? that's why we don't see each other very often. Dave, and wait, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Is there another reason you're like actively not trying to see me? Yeah, Fuck um, man, holidays, dude. Say I, guess, it. I guess it's a little awkward to say it in say front it of everyone listening. Doesn't make a difference. Go. Okay. Well, the other day I was here and um, I was like, "Yo, Dave, can I like get that like that Coca Cola over there?" And you oh, were, and you yeah, I love Coca Cola. And you said no, and that's been wearing on me. You're like, petty. That's been wearing on me a lot. You're fucking Tom Petty, like, bro. I went home that night and I could not sleep. I was tossing and turning. I was toss turning, dude. Tom t- fucking petty, petty, dog. Yeah, anyway, I, I, I'm getting over it, dude. All right, cool. Well, it's yeah. the holidays, I mean, so it's a time of community and brotherhood. Mm-hmm. So we should try to fucking fake our way through yeah. this intro to make people dude, think were... that we like each other. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, you asked me, am I a man of resolutions? And I said, "Yeah, no, I'm a man of... <laughs> Oh, mild directional changes, maybe. I think that's what I said. The fuck is a mild directional change? You know, like a like a a readjust your trajectory kind of guy. Not a not a. And so let's let's talk. But no goal. No no destination. You're just like you are. I just need to fucking change the angle of the Uh, windsock. Thank you. Yeah, that's what. Listen, dude, it's an aeronautical (laughs) term. So. What do you, so, you know, you were a goal person though. Should we talk about I am how, a everything went, how everything went with that? Wait, how they went with last every- year's resolutions? Yeah. I mean, inc- fucking unimaginably poorly, Feedy. <laughs> unimaginably poorly. This uh, pandemic thing, as well as uh, racial unrest and political hijinks, seemed to derail my mm. focus on yeah. the self-improvement that I was uh, aiming okay, for. Okay, my favorite thing, one uh, one thing on your list. That, as Is this the refrigerator or, list? Yeah, one thing that may or may not have been on your list for maybe two years was fixed longboard. So I need to know, did you fix your fucking longboard? <laughs> that was on your list for like two years. Fuck that longboard. Why can't it fix itself? I spent money <laughs> on that. I didn't uh, break it, yeah. and I have to change the fucking bearings and get new. Mm. No, I don't. I mean, come on, dude. Do you think anybody had a really man? I think our guest had a pretty good year. Yeah, yeah. Cameron yeah, Mayer sure. is our guest today. Bearcam Media filmmaker, photographer. You've, if you're listening to this podcast, like I'm. Y'all 99% yeah. confident you're familiar with him. He had a great year. He did have a good year. I know year. other people who've had great mm-hmm. years. Uh, yeah, for sure. I do Not I, me, I, I have know. to you know, I do have to say I think in my personal life and sphere, more people that I know have had like a harder time this year than any other year in recent memory. Yes. Yeah. This has been the worst year of my life by far. Yeah. By far. Yeah, I in I wish I had a joke to tell to give that, 
keep that statement a little levity, yeah. but it's just the truth. It's just we're the all truth. in this fucking <sighs> nasty ass soup together. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It's okay if you've had a bad year. I just, you know, I'm hoping that anybody that is able to be, you know, is getting to see their family in some capacity right now is is. I hope that that's providing a some relief and comfort, mm-hmm. and hopefully. It's being done in a responsible way. <laughs> yeah, but man, what a tricky time I'm for the not, holidays. I'm over. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to be a sheriff. I don't think. I don't know. Oh shit! Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. We didn't. So we don't really talk about our intros and outros. <clears throat> what we're going to talk about. So uh, let's get into it, dude. Let, are you're talking about call out culture? Because I think we're going to have different opinions about this. Yeah, okay. So you're saying... No, I'm not saying there should be no call-out culture. Yeah. I think it should be done. Like, you see something that is obviously wrong. Call it. Call it. Yeah. But there has become such a weird, in my opinion, mixing of what is wrong now in terms of... um, doing like going and doing things during corona times you know if i feel like everyone's everyone has a way more deeply entrenched belief in what is okay and what isn't okay to be doing right now yes and uh that is i i just i do i don't know well here's the thing about call out culture like John Ronson, you know, John Ronson, the guy who wrote, um, uh, Ron Swanson. I think you said it wrong. Yeah. yeah Ron, he, a guy who wrote, um, the seven state, the pyramid of Swanson. No, yeah. John Ronson wrote like st- men who stare at goats and the psychopath test. He's a fucking great author. Writes all kinds of, he wrote a book on call out culture. Ooh. How this is like four years ago. Mm-hmm. And how like, it's kind of necessary and it sucks and it can be done in a bad way. And I agree with that. The problem with call-out culture, in let's say in climbing, yeah, is that it happens so fucking impersonally. It happens like I'm an avatar on Instagram, yeah. and I'm going to call you out like I know you. Yeah. Like I don't have to earn your respect. Like I don't have to give you any humanity whatsoever. I don't have to gift you with the empathy that I do with everybody else I meet in my life because this fucking screen separates me. So call out culture is good, but if you're going to do it, yeah, fucking impart a lesson and also do it directly. Yeah. Send a direct message to the person you're calling out. What the fuck are you trying to prove calling somebody out in somebody's Instagram feed or somebody's Facebook feed? Doesn't that just reek of like, I'm, yeah. I'm fucking righteous. It's self-righteous bullshit. Do it personally. Yeah. Write him an email. Him or her. <laughs> whoever you please. <laughs> yeah, whoever you may be talking about. And you know, another another thing about this is we, we've talked about this in the podcast, and I don't yeah. want to throw them under the bus because we've had their goddamn president on this podcast. But if the, if the leadership in climbing mm-hmm. had set, had risen to the the mantle of true leadership and during the beginning of coronavirus and this second wave, if somebody like um, some person who works the access fund or the American Alpine club or somebody who we look to for leadership, if they would have created a YouTube channel and gone on there once a week 
and said, these are our recommendations. Mm -hmm. And the community would have said, you know, for the most part, we can get on board with yeah. this. Well, then call outs go away yeah. because you're just saying you're not fucking following well, the rules. What, one thing that bugs me about it is I feel like what was so heavily called out in early coronavirus times for go, like going climbing, et cetera, yeah. has become everyone is doing what was called out now, you know? And, and then it's, it's like, I guess what I'm saying, yeah, like what you're, if we had a more consistent messaging, more consistent like theme of what is acceptable practice, what isn't. Yes. We wouldn't have this stupid like recurring wave of of people playing catch up or being off the same page all the time and having to like, you know, like for this person, yeah, what you're doing is fucked up, so they're going to call you out. But but if the general community is, is coming to the consensus that, you know, hey, if you go to a boulder, you climb with a mask on, it's like not the worst fucking thing in the world. Correct. You know? And like but everybody, because we've had no guidance and, yeah. and you know, there's this, people are saying like, oh, climbing's a rebel sport. It's independent. Bullshit. That's a myth you tell yourselves. Most climbers are fucking affluent. Most climbers have money. Most climbers are educated. We are not fucking Hunter S. Thompson at the Kentucky Derby in 1973. That is not who we are. We are just a, a group of people who like to climb rocks. We're not a bunch of fucking rebels. That's a myth. Maybe it was true at one point. Kind of doubt it. So getting a little leadership isn't a bad thing. It's no. not like, oh, there's an overlord in our crazy wild sport. No, it's just for all of us to be standing, to have the same foundation of understanding. Yes. And so without that... Everybody's chaos. calling everybody yeah. out for all kinds of shit. You know, remember when they, everybody was saying climbing outside is way safer than the gym. It's yeah. way safer than going to Safeway for your groceries that you have to do once a week. Yeah. And now people go climbing and they fucking get called out. Yeah. Where are the lines of demarcation? It's very confusing, man. Yeah. I do think I do think the climbing community as a whole just was a little like this is where i kind of feel like we messed up was there was a little bit too much of a lax culture of like okay climbing outside is good like stay away from people and by doing that they were like well then if i'm not near people i don't have to wear a mask and then that kind of led to a very lax and this is what based off what i saw in places i've gone where it was very lax about mask wearing mm -hmm. even and even and even if you're near other people and that luckily I think everyone's like, yeah, you know what, guys? We got a little sloppy here, like, and the course has been corrected. True. Climbers have done a good yeah. job, what do you say, in the last, like, six weeks yes. of being like, it's yeah, time to fucking yeah. mask we, up. Yeah, we Pretty can't. much even if you're mm -hmm. alone, just set yeah. a good example. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> You've been called out. I've been called out. You've been called out. <laughs> I fucking, yeah, I've been called out, too. I don't too. think, who hasn't at this point? The whole, like, I don't know. Well, well, we can keep talking about this actually in the outro. Yeah, we don't but let's, talk let's about Let's introduce our guest. Yes. Uh, Bear Cam. That was pretty serious also. That was also. pretty serious. Sorry, guys. We're about ready to have a really <laughs> jovial, yeah. super fun interview. With one of the best content creators in the in the climbing world and outdoor media industry in general. That's right. Um, if you haven't seen um, Cameron's videos, he pretty much came to, into the scene and grew to prominence in the early like 2010s. Mm -hmm. And he just started churning out just really high quality, uh, almost 
it was like vlog, but the quality was like documentary style where he would follow like Dave Graham around and make these awesome videos. Um, just following one of the best bowlers in the world. And I know I personally was obsessed with those videos when they came out. Fuck yes. And dude. he's, you know, he's continued to grow his career. Now he's branched out and does commercial. He does, he does other outdoor sports. He's making a documentary about prof- like competitive, not competitive, but maybe actually like stone lifting. Which yeah, I'm, like Scottish I'm, Highland game stone lifting. You got a weird documentary about a niche culture. Send it my way. I'm love it. Like the there's, yeah, yeah. So I'm and a, Cam was just a a normal dude who's working on the Rocky Mountain um, National Park Trail crew. He got furloughed because you know the season ended, so the government paid him to go on fur- furlough. Yeah, and he went out and bought a camera. And he fucking fell in with yeah. a crew of Holy professional shit. climbers. Just mm-hmm. how fortunate, how privileged to be able to do that, which he says. And his career was like a lunar mission. Yes. Just straight into the straight. air. Literally could not. Can you imagine if you're like, I think I want to start making basketball documentaries. And LeBron James is just like. <laughs> you like go to a party and LeBron James there. And he's like, yeah, you can film me, dude. <laughs> like like every single thing I do. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that, we've used the basketball analogy a lot, but you know, it's just it's a good to remember that that is cool. That's yeah, really, that's really awesome. And he's he's extremely aware of that. That you know, the fact that he's he was in the right place, right time, and yeah, he talks about it a lot. Yeah. Anyways, great interview, a lot of fun. Cameron was great to have, so I'd say let's let him take it. Away. And as we as right before that, yeah, he made a movie. Uh, made a. 22 minute film oh, yeah. for the north, north face, face i, I believe yeah. called stone spirit yeah and if you've seen cam's work before it kind of straddles all kinds of different lines from fucking straight stoker videos to like esoteric dave graham stuff yeah to foreign country climbing um to working with sam elias and telling his stories but stone spirit is like a really austere spare uh beautiful beautiful film with a bunch of like religious iconography kind of interweaving with how climbing is spiritual it is so fucking good i highly recommend it's on his website bearcammedia.com anyway we have a lot more to say yes. but we better let cam talk yeah, for a little it. well i mean we don't have to if we don't want to we no, can just no let's do it, let's for... do it. are you sure yeah it's All right. time We'll keep talking. Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, uh, uh, happy holidays. Ha- what? Are- happy Kwanzaa. Thank you so much. Happy um, New Year. New Year. Happy Valentine's Day. You know, let's what? get ahead of it. I hope you have a yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, June. You know what? If, let's keep going. Um, will you be my Valentine? Happy Presidents. Let's, Is that in the future? I'm gonna hit it. I don't I'm gonna hit it. Know. Okay. But- I don't know when. No, Presidents Day is two days after Valentine's Day. Oh fuck yeah! Fucking George Washington. Cause social injustice don't give my respect now. Some say my heart, yeah. it's bleeding Um, yeah, answer the weightlifting. It, it's from the stone lifting I got into. Dude, what the, that looks so awesome. And uh, I'm doing that with my buddy Justin Wood and these other people in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. This guy, this local legend, Steve Mache. You guys know him? The Mache. Yeah, yeah, I know that name. <laughs> I don't know if I know. He has his own like uh, power, some kind of climbing training website, right? I Steve think. Might, yeah, he's he's also he's yeah. written some really dope books on getting better at climbing. Oh, yeah. is he the dude who works with? Um, 
Yeah, I know Steve Mesh from either Power Company or Training Beta. Probably, yeah. Like he's talking to talking to those dudes all the time. So he's a fucking he's like a Scotland. It's sto- just it's a natural progression. You get so good, like a guy like Steve, and then you you go into picking up stones off the ground, heavy stones. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. they become like famous stones, right? That you like yeah. go and try to lift. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that's that's been my kick lately. I haven't been climbing since the summer a whole lot. Damn. To be honest with you, yeah. Well, I like to feel the progression by adding weights every workout, and yeah. then like I pick up climbing again next month to build off that and yeah. to just. I think it's going to be good. Why did you? Why did you chill on climbing? I didn't like going to the gym with a mask. I feel yeah. like I was going to hyperventilate sometimes. Dude, and just the just the just to get in the gyms right now is is really difficult. I didn't want to deal with the junk show at Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah, 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 for uh, sure. If there's ever been a better time to explore another, yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Gyms right next door to my apartment. Um, I've lived in Colorado like 15 years, you know, so it's it's okay to it'll still be there yeah totally yeah. that's exactly <laughs> i haven't really climbed i bet i've climbed like 50 times this year yeah and that no, that's maybe a tenth of what i usually well that's impossible <laughs> that'd be 500 times um yeah it's fucking crazy dude i'm, I'm just not feeling it that yeah that much yeah just go with the flow don't force it totally dude i mean if you're this is the thing if you're a fucking lifer like you are like right. definitely me and Fidi are. Yeah. I I plan on doing this shit until I'm like 65, 70 years oh, yeah. old. Oh yeah, that, same, same here. And I have no like I, I I don't need to be fucking sponsored. I don't need to climb the mandala. It's all good. <laughs> like I just want to have fun. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to climb the mandala. It'd be sweet but... <laughs> to climb the mandala. It'd be fucking psyched. That's not gonna happen. I've been broken so many times. Kinda, yeah, yeah. It's just fine for sure. But yeah, who knows what it is now. We'll yeah. see. I'll be out there in fucking couple days. Has has filming this small? Well, I don't even. I guess I don't know what the community of stone lifters is like, whether it's small or big. But has oh, yeah, <laughs> it's so huge. It's small. Yeah, it's cool. Like probably like bouldering thirty years ago. I know. You know? And it is. It's funny. It is very similar to bouldering. You yeah. go on a treasure hunt for a rock in the woods or the desert. Yeah. You you exhibit some power technique <laughs> on the rock. <laughs> It's all about power and like hand strength plays a big role. Dude, do they do they also carry chalk around with them? Yep. Heck yeah, man. Did yeah. You introduce them to the chalk bags. Yeah, they have they have chalk bags. Oh yeah. Yeah, I figured yeah. they're playing something. Dude, they're using friction labs, I bet. Oh yeah. Serious. They want to lift dude. Um so <laughs> the stone lifting, is this like the Scottish uh, um, Scotland? in scotland yeah like that hair okay okay i know exactly what we're talking about and iceland too yes there's and a then, yeah i saw a video of uh do you follow juji mufu at all on youtube or have seen any of his videos yeah yeah. there's a video of him going and like carrying this gigantic trying to carry this gigantic rock around a circle it's like a super like legendary feat to do or something does yeah, it dude. <laughs> yeah. so this guy that I made a film with over the summer, this guy Ryan, he did the same. He set up the same thing in Utah. Oh my god, that's amazing! It's called the Chinese Arch out there in the middle yeah. of nowhere, Golden Spike, and you carry two hundred forty pound rock uh, through a little limestone arch, 
and it's like you can't breathe for the full minute you're doing it because you're squeezing this rock on you and your legs are burning your head's gonna explode dude it's cool and dude it's not that much different from climbing hey man so (laughs) i i have no judgment at all for any weird sport because you know what yeah look at the end of the day we we're scrambling on rocks <laughs> what the fuck are we doing dude yeah, we're, what are we doing? you're carrying them we're lifting them or we're fucking climbing them it's it's all pointless and meaningless and good fun good t- good time yeah. yeah for sure now dude when you start like picking up the tree trunks the fucking um like utility poles and like yeah. hucking them that yeah. is my Discotic. favorite thing to watch in the scouting games yeah. yeah for sure yeah that's insane just because those those things are massive and it's like one in every 10 huck even from the world's best does yeah. does the cartwheel yeah <laughs> that shit is so wild i think that's cool man what in like five years you're gonna be in the yeah. games up in estes park <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do i you- mean this guy ryan he's a highland games coach and um i will be hanging out with him next year as well we're gonna try and find north america's first historic heavy lifting stone oh my god yeah i'll see him in estes in september when if it's back on you know assuming dude you should send them the the squamish pinch challenge have you know in in squamish Uh, yeah (laughs) right yeah isn't that right you just pick that stone up dude it is that thing is by itself just lifting it off the ground is like a v v7 v8 move man it's extremely difficult that's off the couch for you dude (laughs) i wish (laughs) <laughs> it's morpho it's pretty morpho it's pretty morpho yeah <laughs> how long's your hand yeah <laughs> not long enough um where are you from then you said you moved here 15 years ago uh i was born in denver but i grew up in delaware uh beautiful delaware yeah first Con- state congratulations to joe biden <laughs> your man in the maybe news, yeah. in the news lately yeah <laughs> how'd you make your way out here Again, uh, yeah, I was born here. I've always been curious. We did a few family vacations throughout growing up, and um, I went to all dude high school. I was pretty keen to leave um, the east coast behind, <laughs> yeah. Um, Colorado's pretty logical, easy next step for me. It's an easy sell, I feel <laughs> like, yeah. So, I'm from Colorado State, Fort Collins, yeah. Yeah. Did you, um, were you cl- like, uh, Horsetooth Reservoir is my first time climbing. You know, it's all nice with the water mm-hmm. and sunset. Oh, dude. Yeah. Horsetooth and Carter both are just like beautiful locales to climb in. Yeah. If they you, are. If you can get over climbing out like what you can climb in a season <laughs> or two. Yeah. At both places. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, that's fucking rad, man. So did you climb yeah. in Delaware? No. I did climb in Delaware. Yeah, I got in. I probably got into climbing last year of high school. Uh, you know, classic story. I got fired from my job because I stayed out and climbed after school instead of like went to the grocery store to push carts, <laughs> <laughs> stack produce. Understandable. It's, it's wonderful the inauspicious starts we all have. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna guess like either Safeway or the equivalent or like fucking Tasty Freeze candy. <laughs> zingos zingos mm. <laughs> and then whoa dude zingos for life yeah, <laughs> that's a fucking zingo gang sign right there man you <laughs> flesh that on the streets just, of delaware you're fucking got carte blanche to do whatever you want i like that oh uh, it's cool um and then when you moved to colorado did you come here for college yep all oh, yeah. right on 
And did you, here's the real question. Yeah. And this is, (laughs) so this would be, you graduated college, what, 2008, something like that? Uh, Winter 2009, so I did four and a half years. Did you study uh, photography? I studied uh, environmental communication. What is that? <laughs> what, like seriously, what? what? Uh, natural resource recreation and tourism with with that was the uh, um, concentration was environmental communication. So that would be like grant writing. Mm-hmm. Oh, or, okay. Um, your uh, park. Um, what do they call it? Uh, I think it's just a. Uh, some sort of ranger in the national park while you're doing the nature walks and you're telling people what the story is. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the specific term. Communication ranger? <laughs> communication Just, ranger. I'm your communication ranger. I'm Cameron ranger. Mayer and I'll be um, your communication <laughs> ranger today. If you look to your left, you'll see a uh, white-tailed a antelope. That is a tree. <laughs> oh, That's nice, tree. man. So is that... Hunter Rosa, and there's an elk. Heck yeah, dude. You, dude, you still got it, man. I know you didn't go down that path. But you got A pluses, you pocket. could tell. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you wanted to do for a career? Or, or was I didn't that. Know. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know. I was just obviously, I was a, somewhat of a hippie, if you can guess, like for most of college. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what did I do? I, I went into a trail crew. So, I did end up working for Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah. I did trail crew instead. Fuck yeah. Is that how you know Kelman? Yep. No yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. The Tetris game has begun. Loop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. And then you got furloughed and you bought your first camera in 2010, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That, that's like the only information about your personal life online. That- oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so- like perpetual redoing the website. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Well, it's all going to be out there now, so you don't have to worry about it. So, and and just for some context, at this point, you're you just finished college. I'm guessing you had begun voraciously consuming climbing and just participating in it as well, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got in there uh, for <laughs> sure. Up in lines uh, with this. Um, I don't know if you guys know Andre Di Felice. Whoa, that's oh ins- yeah, Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah, I know he him, dude. I'm a homie, but he's across the ocean right now. I don't really get to talk to him as much, but he, that's how I got, um, I got to know everybody through him. Oh, so cool. Daniel Woods, Dave Graham, John yes. Cardwell. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that answers one of our questions, which was just how, how do you go from just picking up a camera and then really quickly start producing these awesome climbing videos about some of the best boulders in the world? But <laughs> yeah, like your entry into that society, right? It seemed to be if you look at your career, <laughs> which dorks like us have seen the whole, yeah. seen the whole right. thing play out. You were like instantly filming Dave Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that it was, was it. and it was Andre. Hang out, Dave. It's crazy, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, that's wild. That's yeah, a- and John. To be sure, John too. Yes, I love John. He's the best. Um, yeah, that was that was it, man. I I got in there and started hanging out with. I moved. Yeah, so I did Fort Collins, did Estes Park, and then moved down south from there to Boulder. And and you know that actually brings in our buddy Zach Smith. You know he was in yes. the same apartment complex as Dave Graham, and 
I guess, actually, if you guys really want to get into the weeds, I threw some sort of party up in Estes Park, and I'm pretty sure Calman was there, but one of our other trail crew friends, this hothead guy named Jeff with a mustache, like, looked like a, like a smaller Tom Selleck. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, I like Tom that. Selleck Napoleon Complex or something. <laughs> That's, a... That's how I describe this guy. He punched Daniel Woods in the face. Oh, yes! What? At the party, Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, did on crutches at the time. Some crutches were thrown. Whoa! Fun anecdote. Yeah, that's I like, like that. And yeah, what so a sh- what a shit show party, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Is- Wait, yeah, hold- we were and everybody. What? What was I like? Twenty years old? Of course, it was going to be a shit show party. Totally. Yeah, I, I really don't know any other kind of parties <laughs> when a bunch of climbers are together. Um, yeah. I, I got to ask a question. Did Daniel, did Daniel punch back? I think, yeah, I think they got into it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Fuck yeah. That was okay. fun. Yeah, that was, that was I don't know. That's, Were you like watching this happen? You're like, that's Daniel Woods. He's really good at rock climbing. <laughs> I think that was the thing is like, these guys were getting talked up at the party. Uh-huh. And then this guy, like, yeah, whatever, dude. You know, dude, I love that. That is a yeah. good anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if he's won three national championships in a row, yeah, yeah. bro. I fucking yeah. snowboard double black diamonds. Right. Pop. Yeah. Punch the mustache sure. off Daniel's face. I lift stones in the mountains all day. Yeah, <laughs> bro, dude, it was that shit on sure. me. Yeah, that's lame. You guys climb it, dude. I lift that. So, <laughs> so when you. <laughs> And by the way, wonderful anecdote. That was fantastic. Any, anytime you hear about a professional climber getting punched by some random dude, that's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as long as nobody got hurt. Anyway, um, so what inspired you? You get furloughed from the trail crew just because yeah, it's yeah. a seasonal job. And then you're like, I want to try my hand at photography. What was? Yeah. What inspired you to do that? Um, I was fortunate enough to spend two weeks in Mexico on this like um, – um, it's kind of like Knoll's light. <laughs> you guys know what I mean? Um, yeah, like yeah. A field course, a field ecology course. So that was like in Baja. And I, I took a camera, like, I think it was Nikon D 40, whatever. One of the first cameras where you can look at the image on the back with the LCDs. Yeah. Oh, wow. you know? Yeah. So I took that, I took photos. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I love this. Um, kept the camera with me, you know, I had for two years, Took a lot of photos of like Andre and Dave and John and you know, mm-hmm. uh with, with the hype man, Brunnels, climbingnark.com, publishing. Oh my God. You know? Oh wow. Um, and also I guess I found this out recently, but it's like I was really lucky the Facebook algorithm was actually honest with like yeah. you getting momentum on the clicks and the comments on the views and your stuff would just it would yeah. keep on getting shared yeah. and everything. So, you know, I make a cool Dave Graham video and like everyone loved it and it, you know, it, it spread so much more organically. Yeah. 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 And it does now where you got to pay for it. You got to pay and you get all shadow banned and stuff. If you mess yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Hold on. Wait, let me stop you there. What do you mean you have to pay for it? Uh, you have to pay Facebook if you want your post promoted. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Okay. Like the $20 payment, like promote this post on Instagram. Sure, or yeah. Okay. I'm sure I, I'm off Facebook now, but. But yeah, that's, uh, I don't know, the timing was right, man. That's how it goes, right? Dude, I mean, to get published on Climbing Narc, that's that's good stuff. That's some vintage. 
That's big time, dude. He was the first climbing aggregating dude, website in I the fucking world. Anyone or in America. Who wasn't, anyone who wasn't actively following climbing via the climbing narc, I feel, I'm sorry, yeah, you yeah. missed out. Yeah. You missed out. Oh, it was yeah. super good. It was just like, it was like what Instagram is, but extremely curated. Yeah. And uh, just, it was just great. He was the only show in town, you know, yeah. for. Uh, well, what about B3? Jamie. Yeah. I missed, I, I, well, yeah. Really. I mean, Climbing Arc was aggressively publishing. Climbing Arc was aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was like a post every day. He I feel like these. He would do research and like he's like these yeah. are the t- hardest climbs for sure in America. He's here's who's done them. <laughs> and Jamie was was aggregating for like mostly the Alpine country, like his shit. Where Climbing Arc was like living in Wisconsin, just geeking out going crazy about everything that was happening yeah. in america wow yeah and then when did you first sell something oh shit yeah <laughs> um you know i think it was actually climbing magazine i think it was a photo of carlo traversi uh doing a boulder problem in arkansas nice i don't that- know it might not be true shit hey you know what that's a you know what that's but was that around like 2011 or something? Or was it right away that you sold something? Because once you get published, you, you start feeling a bit different, right? About your work. Uh, mm, I mean, maybe that's, I guess, man. I don't really know if that's so true. No? Um, yeah, I don't know. I do know, like, the first thing I did was go to Waco Tanks with Dave Graham. Yeah. That was my first thing I did, like with that eight hundred dollar a month from the government, uh-huh. with my Canon T three I or whatever it was. Oh man, yes. So that was, and then that was, yeah. Matt Stark, Dead Point, Dead Point. Um, Another fallen hero, Dead Point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That whole he, he's like a, a he they sells sell like fly fishing, fly fishing stuff gear now, now and. <laughs> Who, who is the dude boulders love fly fishing it's every every boulder dave his crew you just when you're my you entire know, crew fly fishes yeah they, everyone fly fishes cool. climbing yeah. is always next to a fucking river it's true like actually. there's always a river where you're climbing and yeah. i told myself i'd start fly fishing when i was 40 <laughs> and i did <laughs> it's like the perfect uh, rest day or like after you're yeah. done burning your tips off yeah go get cool. in that cool water oh man it's great so relaxing yeah i did for the first time with my dad a couple months ago oh my god oh, how'd you oh, like it 11 mile canyon yeah it was so fun yeah it's it's thing but it was fun just to be in the water you just gotta get like a little flow going on get all <laughs> patient and stuff yeah it's similar to climbing that um it's something you can do for the rest of your life and you will literally always you're always learning when you're fly fishing you know what i mean because you start as like this baby who can't talk walk you're fucking like i know how to tie knots and then you see the fly fisherman knots you're like i don't i don't know how to tie knots (laughs) at all (laughs) that feels like some really stoic father-son time you know you just yeah. stand with each other like dad. Hey, what's up, dad? <laughs> That's the but you're bonded. You're like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're in this yeah, together. Yeah. It's a great American bonding experience. Uh, yeah, for oh, sure. Okay, okay. So you say that getting your first like sale in a in a magazine wasn't too big of an influence, but there must have been some uh, point in your 
when you're taking photos or video where you're like, holy shit, this might be something I want to pursue like very intensely. Was oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what was that like? Yeah, that, that was that trip with Dave for sure. Nice. I was okay. down there. I don't know. Felt like a long ass time. It was. It was quite a while. It's like the whole season in Waco tanks. So three or four months. I made whatever four four or five videos. And um, yeah, the warrior path. Yes, um, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I loved it. I loved making videos. It's so fun. Yeah. Making photos. Yeah, it, it's cool. Like. Just how it all came together. I'm really grateful for for how it all came together. Um, man, man, I I still I think to to this day that um, I think there was a period. There's like a golden age of great on web climbing videos that I think you were a part of, and as well as like Louder Than Eleven and other other people as well. But where it was these really awesome series that followed people for like extended periods of time, you know, and there was like a yeah. good, it was a consistent series. And I feel like all the people who are making those videos, like you and, and a lot of like maybe like Mike call too, or yeah. Yeah. There was, there was like a bunch of stuff, but now I feel like a lot of people who are doing that kind of content have, have transitioned yeah. out and are doing more like uh infrequent, but you know, still awesome videos. Um, yeah. But that, that period of time was like a really great, great. It uh, was. Yeah. <laughs> well, th that was like the end of the DVD age, right? That was, yeah. there was a real tight window where uh, Glassberg and you and yeah, Mike Call um, were all just like churning out wonderful. And then DVDs kind of died and kinda, a lot of people went there and like, you know, Kemple went a different way and Mike Call was making kind of, I don't even know what Mike's doing. I mean, he went more feature film though, mostly. Sure. Um, and then Glassberg and you both do like kick ass commercial work now. Yeah, it's fun, dude. Um, yeah, really lucky to find filmmaking. It's like it's the best. I love it. Like, uh, it's, it's this year provided a lot of time to kind of look back and yeah, just like I was like psyched. I'm like, damn, well, I haven't this year might be. I don't know. I don't want to call it a waste, obviously, but I didn't waste any time beforehand if you know what i mean yeah 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 you were busy you're a busy boy feedy and i yeah. were talking about that like the trajectory that you were on it's kind of like you didn't know who cameron mayer was one day and then the <laughs> next day you're like oh shit cameron mayer is the dude that makes all the climbing movies he makes, <laughs> like, the, literally no, he makes he everything makes i great, watch he makes the really good bouldering videos that the boulderer yeah. in me loves and loves to watch <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> so did did it um I guess my question is, did you discover that you had a native talent at this or at any time did you like have a mentor? I know mentorship is kind of dead nowadays, but I wonder if you had one or your psych. Um, you know, a lot of this just has to do with like, how well do you guys know? Like I spent so much time with Dave Graham. Yeah. Did you guys know that? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever met that guy? Yes, I've interviewed him many times. I have not, unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah, I've, I interviewed no. him probably five times on Climb Talk. All those dudes when they were developing uh, what was called Wolverine Land back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So I me and me and Brooks had those guys on all the time. Enter the Wolvo. Yeah, <laughs> Wheel of Wolvo, all that stuff, dude. Yeah. So um, So what did I, what, what influence did Dave Graham have on you? With Dave, like... Uh, 
it was um really intense and I was, <laughs> yes. grind, like grinding it out like just kind of on his schedule i didn't have a lot of um uh, i don't know <laughs> it's hard to kind of explain yeah. um dave graham's kind of hard to explain <laughs> I was on his program. He's a really intense guy. Um, so that was, I was just, we went to South Africa. I think it was like three months, two months. Was that? So- um, that was my first trip. I got to go yeah. somewhere. That was 2012. So that was after Waco. And um, was that Scarf for Life? Scarf or- No. No, that, uh, that was this guy from New Mexico. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. John Cardwell's buddy made that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's close, though. <laughs> I think at the same time, I think we were both hanging out with Dave at that time. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Dave Graham is would be an intense person to have as like a mentor because yeah. you're fucking basically sprinting. You're just sprinting yeah. after him. Like, slow down, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I-, that was cool. I was like, if I can hang with this guy, I can. <laughs> I can do whatever, like everything else will be mellow. Yeah. And that was kind of the case. Yeah. In, in t- keeping up with, um, I don't know. It's just, I think we had, we, we clicked pretty, pretty well. I think I could translate his like eccentricities onto the screen. Oh yeah. Decently. So that was fun. He's such a, like a unique guy. Like yeah, to get the privilege to like make a bunch of videos about him was cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that, Oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to go really have a kind person. Like, yeah, totally. I'm going to hit the rewind button when you say, um, like, I don't know how to frame this question. How do you, was it something that you were thinking about consciously? Like, how do I fucking translate Dave Graham (laughs) to a movie and like showcase his person and not just his persona? Is that something you thought about or, or it, it's just spending so much time with him. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think it was spending so much time. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of just came to, I think I made a bunch of a few different ones. That one, uh, where he talks about what is it? Bridge of ashes. I really yeah. like, yeah, that was cool. He, he popped his knee filming. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> <those are> times. <laughs> that was a great one. Um, we yeah. talked we talked about this on the phone, but speaking yeah. of twenty twenty earlier, um, Stone Spirit um, might. I haven't seen Real Rock yet. I need to watch it in the window uh, yeah. in the window that we need to watch it. But I think your Stone Spirit was my favorite movie I've seen made in twenty twenty, dude. Yeah, thanks. I really do. I, I I thought I've I've been watching your stuff for a decade. In, in viewing wow. viewing your product for a long time, I've known who you are, um, but it really exemplified something that I, it exemplified how thoughtful of a filmmaker you are mm. to me. Like with the religious iconography and the austerity of um, the scenes, and um, a, a really subliminal soundtrack that just kind of barely tickles in and out. And every time you inserted humor, yeah, like it, I felt like you were obviously like, okay, we we need to sneak in a little bit of humor here, and you just put it in, and it's like there's Cameron Mayer's humor, but then it would go back to like this really austere, spare filmmaking, 
Mm. Were, were you thinking about making a piece that was like uh, what I was just talking about? I'm not going to repeat everything again. <laughs> uh, first of all, thanks so much. That was so um, heartfelt and earnest. I blushed. Uh, <laughs> it's true, man. It was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, um, definitely was more thoughtful with that one compared to probably a lot of other stuff I've done where it's more objective based. That one, I wanted to, um, go into there and tell the story of the land, the landscape, kind of like the stone, well, whatever the stone spirit, spirit of, of, um, I had an idea what I wanted to do before I left to go there. Yes. I got a new camera. Um, I was like, I read my 600 page Werner Herzog book. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Filmmaking. Filmmaking by Werner Herzog. (laughs) I will kill you if you don't read it. Um, yeah, well, it, it really shows it. I I thought it showed a side of you that's like, wow, man, this guy fucking has a, a number of tricks in his bag. And I thought it was like a really as a viewer of your shit for a long time, I was yeah. like, this guy's grown up. Like yeah, he's a grown up I mean, ass filmmaker. Go, go just make like another Stoker video. No. Right. Yeah. Wanna, yeah. That's one know. thing Dave and I were. not do, but. That's what but, yeah. Dave and I were talking about this, how like we were curious, like how, how do you keep yourself um, motivated, inspired and like creative and making new stuff because in a lot of ways when you go and film people bouldering it's hard to tell a new story or it's hard to create something that hasn't been done literally just because the 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 base the base boilerplate format is just always there so so that's something i'm sure you're you must be grappling with all the time yeah um it's definitely something i'm always conscious of whenever the camera's on to be honest Maybe when the camera's on, I'm like trying to go into my flow state where I'm not conscious of my thoughts, but yeah, just kidding. But, um, <laughs> dude, I'm trying to flow. <laughs> Don't fucking talk to me, bro. I'm in the flow zone. I'm in flow state. Eyes and just like point it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the camera will lead uh, the way. Yeah. So what did I do? I like made a bunch of bouldering stuff and then I like started jumaring ropes Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. try to do a little more stuff, sport climbing and trad, just more, it's like a more thoughtful process and it's a little more complicated, but for sure. Like that's why this year I went to, um, Salt Lake city and made a, like trying to make it a feature length documentary about stone lifting. Dude, I'm so into that. <laughs> keep, no, seriously. Keep doing that. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Do you want to, um, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure climbing will always be the lion's share of your passions, but do you want to start extending out, like, as you add all of these arrows into your quiver of like, yeah, I can jumar up, I can post myself off a cliff, you know, a thousand feet off the deck and be 15 feet off the rock. Like, do you want to spread those skills to other storytelling genres? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so I actually got to this summer with, um, Diplo. Whoa. The DJ guy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. With Pat Tire and uh, Diplo, we sponsored his uh, MMXX tour in September in California. And we um, 
Fat Tire, Team Fat Tire, we hooked it up and provided like the daytime fun activities for for Diplo, aka Wes. Just call him Wes. <laughs> um, and so we did uh, mountain biking and um, motor motocross for a day. We did um, deep sea fishing and then we did surfing. Holy shit. That was cool. And then he played a show every night. So that was a fun way to to um, not film bouldering or rock climbing or whatever. Yeah. That is big change. We wanted to go climbing day one. Really? Didn't work out. Rock star life, lifestyle, you know. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. <laughs> poor, I feel for him. You're not early for anything, I don't, I don't think. Um. Is that intimidating to leave your comfort zone and then, you know, Fat Tire, who you're an ambassador of with, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, shout out to Fat Tire. Love those, love those people. Awesome. <laughs> uh, we're drinking voodoos right now. So um, hey. we're, we're down with New Belgium. Um, anyway, when they call you and they're like, hey, Cam, uh, you want to go film a rock star? It, do, do you have a little wrestling match in your brain? Like, Oh shit! These aren't like my homies and my bros, and like dudes who are stealing joints behind the boulder, which we all do. It's all right. It's no big deal. Fuck it. It's legal. Um, is that intimidating to like go? Um, yeah, I mean, just a, a small amount, but more than anything, you're just fucking stoked out of your mind to like yeah get a make videos of. I mean, he's a really like um, creative inspiration for a lot of people. That guy does so much shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's got a really original, you know, voice. Whatever you want to say. Um, yeah, it's it was cool. Yeah. Wow, what an opportunity, dude! In twenty twenty two, man, fucking congratulations I on I mean, that. yeah, people. The the film, just film in general, was hit pretty hard with uh, the pandemic as an industry because you know to. To do anything, it involves what level it was, but I feel like a lot of people I talk to got to do some cool stuff this year. People still need to tell stories, yeah. like wearing a mask. You can still do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, depends, but I got lucky. I'm super thankful to, yeah. to everybody. Got to know throughout the, you know, it's like you get a. <clears throat> What was it? The, the other day I interviewed that stone lifter bro, and he's like, "You, you gotta um, sleep in the. You made the bed, now you gotta sleep in it, or what? Whatever that phrase is. What, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make your bed, sleep in it. Yeah, yeah. Make your bed, and lay in it, or whatever. Yeah. That's what everyone had to do this year. Was like lay in the bed they made. Ooh. Do yep. you get get what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. I totally get it. <laughs> It's pretty. That's pretty. Like, yeah, damn. Well, my bed fucking sucked this year. I wish I would have made it better before the pandemic hit. Now I'm sleeping in this bed that I'm not super psyched on. Uh, it's like, fuck, man. Really I should have made my care. bed. I, know, I really should take care of this bed before. I, I had all of February to make my fucking God, bed. Only. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good news, man. Um, fucking congratulations on having a fruitful. I feel like creatives did okay throughout the pandemic. There's a couple groups of people who found a way through, maybe not as well as they, they would have liked, but no, it's hard to say. I don't know. I, I feel I'm just super lucky. Like, uh, that Brian Runnels and Matt Stark hooked it up when they did, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it would suck to have to get going right now. That's yes. a, yeah. That's a different story. That's, that's a, what I'm kind of, yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, so we, 
all this uh, filming you're doing, uh, I guess, even before the pandemic and everything, was was it hard for you also as someone who's probably super psyched with climbing to 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 not get to be necessarily climbing as much as you want in these beautiful places? I was, I was so what I went to Australia. Yeah. Yeah, 2013 to the Grampians with Nale and Dave, mm-hmm. which once again, you can't go there anymore. They closed that shit down. That's that shit insane. is all closed. That's yeah, fucking crazy. That's a fucking tragedy. <laughs> Absolute tragedy. Crazy. More to Bro. come too. Shit. Sorry. I there's more to be closed down. Like they're closing shit down constantly over there in the, like the Blue Mountains and the Grampians and it just it keeps getting shut. Isn't the Taipan wall closed? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, Mount, whatever it was, Mount Fox, I think is where all those crazy boulders are. Yeah. That was a trip where I was like, man, I wish I got to climb a lot more on these. <laughs> Dude, it's like spider web cork things yeah. on the sand. And it's... it rained a lot. So when it was a good day, I, I had to film all day versus, yeah, yeah it would have been cool to climb a lot more on that stone. But, um, that was, a uh, kind of, I was like, shit, man, I, I flew like, you know, 25 <laughs> hours to get here. Yeah. And I'm making these videos, which are cool. And it's cool to look back on the videos. Of course, now it's like cringe moment to watch your work from eight years ago or whatever. <laughs> it's always hard. But the thing is that's with, that was a bouldering trip. And then I was like, what's up with like sport climbing. So we went to, uh, I think the trip was Norway was like my first big sport climbing trip. The flat anger cave. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Joe back when Joe kind kid had his blog. Dude, oh yeah. Good, that was another good. Yeah. Everyone, the pro climbers used to have their blogs, man. They used to have blogs. Oh wow. The thing about filming sport climbing, I mean, whoever, maybe whoever needs to hear this, like you definitely get four pitches in at the start of the day. Like that's a lot of pitches. You get your two warm up pitches you can usually get a third or a fourth pitch in and then you can film. So you're it's saying like, oh, broken up. It's, it's way less chaotic. Like, Oh, I'm just going to rest and try this boulder. Yeah. And like, you want to get all those moments when you're out bouldering cause bouldering is so much more. I mean, it's way different, completely different than sport climbing. Not even like, it's so much different. It's way more communal, right? I mean, it's, it's about psych and you're all on this improvisational and like, um, go with the flow like um you know the session can last four more hours or like you can just shut yeah. it down sport climbing you're like um that was pitch six i'm done you know what i mean right Dude, bouldering if you're not sorry bouldering if you're not recording pretty much all the time i feel like it'd be so easy because sometimes people are like i'm gonna give it a burn right now and they put like they just do it and you're like cool i've been sitting here for two hours and i missed you doing the bouldering because uh <laughs> Paul Robinson, lucid dreaming, dude. Oh shit! Whoa. Can happen, right? <laughs> Does happen. Does happen. Bad consequences mm. for all for all parties. All parties involved. So let's. I, I'm really curious because you've had kind of an eclectic filming career. Um, mm. You've kind of made like the Stoke videos. You've made uh, videos like Concepcion, which are yeah. kind of like straightforward thoughtful nice um portraits of a person yeah. in, in a landscape and i thought that yeah. was just a beautiful film as well and Thanks. then you've got like stone spirit um the thing about that i will say when you compare those two concepcion stone spirit concepcion got into pretty much any film festival i submitted it to the mountain film festival once 
Stone Spirit is so niche. The audience is so whittled down into like yeah. hard boulders, which I think it, it's really nice for that audience. But no, I'm like, why didn't this get into Banff? And they're like, no one knows what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> it's like, fuck you guys. Like, I love Banff. They're all amazing people. But I was like, man, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, get a little abstract. Doesn't have to be. No, we watch so many fucking videos these days. Like, how much video content do you consume per day? Mm-hmm. So much. Whatever. You, you're going to go like watch Netflix for three hours after this or not? <laughs> uh, but mostly Pornhub. I don't know. What? Mostly Pornhub. <laughs> Pornhub. <laughs> but so, those, those people are yeah, fucking yeah, auteurs over there. there. Yeah. Um, so. But my question is like you've yeah, you've kind of – no, that's okay. You've kind of done a, a bunch of – it's one person doing a, a bunch of different shit. And I, I'm curious, like what drives your inspiration? Like who inspires you? What were some of your original inspirations or who, and what continues to inspire you and like drive you forward in filmmaking photography right now? Definitely moving to Boulder in 2011. It's definitely like Keith and Andy were the dudes, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I was definitely like doing the off-camera strobe, trying to make my photos look like them. I had some luck, some pretty ones, but um, yeah, I've definitely given a lot more thought to that lately. Um, I don't know. I, I looked on my, I took Instagram off my phone recently, but Good you man. know, like that used to be inspirational, but now it's just like not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You totally. It's a fucking um, sales pitch over at Instagram. Uh, so crazy. Yeah, it used to be cool, right? Yeah, it's a sales pitch. It's all a sales pitch for whatever. Yeah. But are there, say, are there I mean, any, like, filmmakers out there or... Uh, I mean, yeah, Vertzog, dude. Definitely. My guy, Vern. I almost, a- went, I almost got to go hang out in the jungle with him this year. And, oh. uh, he was on. Yeah, I got shut down. Got yeah. into the film accelerator program down there. That would have been incredible. Well, hopefully that'll be back at some point. But yeah, to, to hang out with your inspiration, that would be... That's a, that, what a privilege. Like, what an amazing yeah. opportunity that would be. What's your? I, I just love like, his uh, really unique point of view. Um, he doesn't give a shit what anyone else thinks. He, fucking precisely. He's, um, he's not nihilistic, but he's really like... Just the way he looks at stuff and the, like how long he point, how, where he points his camera and like how long he keeps his camera there without, um, without cutting. I, I, there's so much stuff to, to love about all his movies and he's made so many. Yes, he really, it's an extremely diverse portfolio of, of content. I dug in I dug into Vern cause I mean, that was, I think watching Grizzly Man and Baraka like in college. Those were the two I watched that yeah. got me like, oh shit, yeah. So, um, that's a but, good one. Yeah, and I knew you'd say Lidzinski oh, okay. because he's such a fucking just consummate badass professional. He's just yeah, yeah, a fucking great Not, photographer. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. So the original question was you asked me my inspiration, and um, yeah, I mean. Keith and Andy were the the guys in Boulder and I got to do a few projects with them. Um, and the, you know, starting out, they, 
they hired me for some stuff and that was cool to do. Tim Campbell is fucking really good too. I love watching all the stuff he does. He's a really nice guy. I, I crashed his drone this summer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Apple drone. That <laughs> <laughs> shit happens. Um, yeah. yeah. And is um, there is there a st- are there any story? The thing is, I'd say the trick would be for finding inspiration and stuff. Pretty much, look as far away as far away from rock climbing media as you can. Yeah. Try to find something else um, in a different world, telling a different story, and then then bring it in to the story you're trying to tell and, and climbing, for example. And that way you get like a little remix. Yes. Or a little new different take on um, your source material, which has been, it's already been, the story's been told, you know, so many times. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got like the uh, books help. Books help a lot. I was going to yeah. ask about that, like outside of filmmaking, yeah. if, if, um, because you're, you're a storyteller as much as you are a filmmaker, like that's what comes with a fucking camera. If you're shooting, yeah. if you're shooting, you know, moving film, you have to be a storyteller. So are there any storytellers other than Herzog, who's uh-huh. a- amazing at that, who like, yeah. uh, intrigue you? Uh, who else? I don't know, dude. Uh, just just good stories. I don't know if I can really single anyone out that I'm like trying to emulate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, it's been a weird year. If I, if I had been shooting a lot more than I normally would have, like kind of like get into a thing where I'm trying to each project, I'm like, what's the theme of this project? Like, what am I trying to um, emulate or I don't know, bring, you know, what can I bring to this project that's different than what is expected. Yeah. So there's so, one. So I got um I got uh Joseph Campbell, the hero with a thousand faces. Oh boy. So, classic man. literature right there. I mean, it's so old and classic, like I probably should have read this thing when I first bought my camera, but doing the work now, so whatever. But um Everybody's gotta read that at some point, man. It's fucking where yeah. Luke Skywalker and fucking uh Hercules and everybody else came from in the history of fucking yeah. human storytelling. It's that yeah. th- that three cycle story, right? Yeah. So that's that's really I feel like the only only thing that I've really trying to be conscious of was like um I've just I've always tried to pay attention to stuff way di- I've always tried to like stay outside of a climbing bubble with like like my like themes of life and stuff. That's really hard to explain. No, I get uh, it. That's your, it strikes me as uh, an intelligent path to take. I mean, my request, I have a request before you say anything. Yeah. I want cam to read Cormac McCarthy's entire catalog <sighs> and take, <sighs> take, take Dave Graham into the Appalachia and put up first ascents with him. I want to see that <laughs> fucking movie, man. No country for Dave oh, Graham. Oh my god, <laughs> he's just in some redneck's backyard digging up a crystal. And Dave, he got shot. <laughs> yeah, but he'd accidentally he'd accidentally find a corpse, and he'd you know it'd be amazing, dude. Okay, anyway, sorry, Feedy. Go ahead. I'm gonna get dude, a beer. I don't even know. I, I I was gonna say it's cool to hear. Uh, it's cool to hear that you have, you know, before a project starts that you do put this kind of thought into 
to trying to create something unique and not just keep reiterating what you've already, you know, done before. Cause I yeah. think, cause that shows yeah. up in people's work. You can tell when, okay, yeah. this person is, is stack is starting to stagnate or yeah, I don't know. So that's uh-huh. cool. <laughs> it's just a good insight. If no, it's probably one thing you got to have like the one every starting out. I was like, what am I doing in this video? That's like the one new thing that I haven't done in the previous videos I've made. And yeah. really when you're starting out, that can just be simply like learning in a new, how to do titles in a different way. or like yeah. even doing a little transition or, you know, really basic fundamental stuff, but uh, you got to keep it going. And then as you get more, more into it, like the, it goes from being really basic and fundamental to being like it'll change the complete um viewpoint of of your project yeah yeah Yeah, for real for real because yeah you're just you just have that like in the back of your mind what you're looking for which is good to do because either way the the climber is going to send the proj yeah yeah you're going to be in a pretty spot and there's going to be a um a struggling process where they think they might not do it. <laughs> Dude, that's Joseph Campbell right there. Uh, that is the fucking Joseph uh, Campbell story. What? What's your? What's the longest project you've been a part of, or like? Huh. The or long, do you, yeah. Like the one that's taken the most time to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, like not just the you go on the trip with Dave Graham, you get all your footage, you finish that up, but like is has been multi-year filming or planning. Is, well, there, maybe, is there anything? You no, know, a Dave Graham feature film, you know. Yes. <laughs> that'll be using stuff from, yeah, eight or nine years now, 10 years. Whatever. That is cool to think about, actually. Yeah, it is. That, I mean, that's wildly, Especially intri- wildly if you intriguing. Think about, if you think about the archive of footage he has, Lord. Island, yeah. Island Volume 2, where is that? <laughs> Still waiting. Still, Still waiting. fucking waiting. <laughs> Do you guys actually want to watch that? What'd you say? You guys want to watch that? Do you we want to watch too? it? Of course we want to fucking <laughs> yeah. watch it. We're we're in a we have a climbing podcast, dude. We're <laughs> fucking nerds. Yes. You watch, you're like they went to Spain, 2009. Oh, I, 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 I need to know about it. I bought I bought volume one. That was footage from like 2000. Yeah, 2007, 2009. Eight. Yeah, and uh, totally. it's a bunch of like Dave Graham's own. I'm guessing this is my assumption that oh, he wrote the music. I be with Dave, I drove up and down Boulder Canyon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the DVD right here, man. Oh my god! Wait for Volume uh, One. Yeah. Talk about you guys talked about like a little bit of a mentor. Yeah, in his own way, and his like, um, you know, chain smoking, <laughs> wine drinking way. <laughs> Um, like from the hours of like 8 p.m. to 2 or 4 a.m. Some good mentorship right there. Yeah, I bet. No, just like grinding it out, making a film. Got it. That was pretty fun. We got to premiere that at E Town in Boulder. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like so, that one. Two and three, those are still, those, I mean, yeah, those, those can happen. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine how long it takes to edit that footage volume he has because. I don't, I don't think it's that crazy, dude. It's not that crazy. Okay. You just watch the video. You watch the footage. You can watch all your footage. How much hours of footage? Maybe 24. Do you want to say? Okay. It's 24 hours of footage they got. Maybe it's 48 over two years. You just watch it all and you cut it down. 
you get Dave to make your songs. I mean, <laughs> the stuff, what did they shoot? Just, it was a climbing trip with some interviews. It's not, it's not that, it's not rocket science. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. It just needs the work to be put into it. I think with, if he had already published it, we wouldn't really be talking about it anymore. And I think a lot of it is like the mystique and the fun by now it has such a funny little niche yeah. reputation where you're like, Who's the <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like what the fuck was that? It was like this, it was eight a few years, you know? Yeah. It was always confusing. Like, wait, what am I like? I like this. I like what I'm seeing here, but I don't really, really like, get it. Yeah, it just didn't have the focus to, to get put into essentially it should have just been a YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I, the island, what I, when I look at mellow now, yeah, that's what I'm like, was. that's what the fucking like, island was trying to be yeah. a decade before. Yeah. But YouTube was still around, so I don't really know what to say. Um, <laughs> fucking punk it. Well, we're here for you, dude. We'll, I'll buy, uh, I'll buy 10 copies to make it worth your time. Feed you'll buy 60. We'll find some other people. Um, I have a question about, we, we've never really asked any like we talked to Boone Speed a lot about filmmaking and shit because he's also you know in photography and he's a badass but a question I didn't get to ask was how is the fucking business side like how do you find the business side of Bear Cam Media like I mean like I said I'm so grateful for for how I've gotten to do it past 10 years yeah shit i mean yeah i'm just really grateful for it <laughs> so the business side is just like it, that's just the boring part that you got to do no the business side what it's all just about your relationships and and building trust and trying really hard to make something cool for something that somebody gave you money for yeah and um definitely trying to not phone it in and learning and doing better next time. Grinding, um, grinding away, putting in the hours. And what about <clears throat> creative control? So like no, nobody really, I don't know this. Um, nobody really knows what it like North face gives you a call and they're like, we want you to shoot a film with X at Y place. And you say, oh, that sounds fucking great. Let's do it. What is the conversation about like creative control? Um, how does that all work out? Like, do they just give you carte blanche and say, we trust you? More of a, yeah, they're a much bigger company and they have a much larger say in creative control. Yeah. Yeah. The, th the reason they let me do whatever I wanted with Stone Spirit was because it was on the Mellow channel, even though they supported the project. The way we worked around it. Ah, internet logos and stuff, but on on Mellow. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I personally think they kind of missed out by not putting it. I think the more you give weird stuff like that a chance, like like I said, everyone watches so much so much shit these days. Like give give them something weird to take a chance on. So yeah, I know no I shit. The audience, a lot of credit, dude. The audience now is so. Yeah, don't you hate getting talked down to and like, you know, someone yeah. pretends you're dumb and you're like, dude, I'm on the level. Like, you don't got to tell them, you don't have to spend 10 minutes of exposition, like telling me who um, the really famous ski mountaineer is yes. that, and, and like, um, 
you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I sought this video. I sought like I sought this video out because I know who this person is. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah, so. I like to give the audience a lot of credit and get weird and like yeah. if if and you know the response is great when when you can do that. Um, but Black Diamond, you know, they're awesome. They they pretty much let me roll with yeah give them a rough cut and then we whittle it down together and make it the best we can, can make mm -hmm. it. And that's been great. Yeah. What, so, so you've spent, this is kind of a, uh, a weird question, I guess, but you've spent a lot of time now with some of the, I, yeah, go you, ahead. Sorry. No, no. What were you going to say? Or I want to know if you were satisfied with my answer. Oh, I was totally satisfied, dude. No, I, okay. I, I, I didn't know if like a, a company, um, like BD or the North Face or some of these bigger commercial clients you work with are like when that fucking boardroom door closes. I didn't know if they're like the fucking joke's over, buddy. You're doing it our way. We know that you're capable of this and you're doing it our way. I Or if they were like, we've seen you and we trust you and that's why you're here. That was yeah, my I question. About that first scenario, I'm not sure of anywhere. Like, can you think of anything where you think that's been the case? Yes, I every commercial oh. on television. Right. It's totally different. And, unless it's like an auteur, like a uh, filmmaker kind of crossing genres and, and doing work for in a commercial setting. I think, yeah, it's different work, but it's all filmmaking, right? It's all telling a story. And I just wondered if they kind of flex their muscles on you or equally as possible if they've watched your work and they're like, this guy can fucking fly the plane. Like, give him the keys. Let him take off and land it. Pilot. Yeah. 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 Right on. What were you saying, Fiddy? I'm I'm sorry I interrupted. No worries. I was saying, um So you've spent a lot of time now with some of the best rock climbers in the world doing all sorts of disciplines and I guess even in other microcosm cultures, right? Like stone lifting. And I'm just curious. What is like, what are some traits that you see that these people who are so freaking good at all this stuff, like what are some traits that you, that maybe you've t like, tr like recognized or anything you've taken away from being with them that has like maybe improved your climbing? Is that? Mm. I feel like they're all just really smart about it. Yeah. 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 Man, there's so many, there's so many easy ways to be stupid about it. <laughs> Holy shit, Go that on, is please. the fucking title of this podcast right there. So many easy uh, ways to be stupid about it. That's and so these cool. guys are all really, they're so clever and so smart about it all. Like beta, how many tries to give, when to give the try. Yeah. So that's very tactical. Yeah, tactics. Yeah. And yeah. I definitely noticed like, yeah, man, you, you climb with the, the experts and then you go and you're going to find the heel hook or the toe hook that your friends won't. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. God, that yeah. strikes me as hard to translate yeah. as a filmmaker to translate some sort of uh, hard fought, but seemingly innate feel for the thing you're doing that you mm. can't, that you can't point, put your finger on. Right. They just, they just know it. They just find the way. They're just so clever. They never quit trying something new. Yeah. You know? Dave Graham's a perfect example of that. Yeah, constant tinkerer. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Adamanja strikes me as like that too, right? Just creative, just a creative yeah. virtuoso. Improvisational. Yeah. You mm-hmm. got to be like that. Don't get, don't get married to one idea. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's definitely the thing. They're so smart about it. It's so impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like taking, you've taken a master class in climbing, dude, and, and you're getting sure. fucking paid for it. That's <laughs> just night. Well, well done, uh, man. Thanks. <laughs> totally well I done. Did. Yeah. I'm sure you've gotten some good, like climbing lectures from Dave Graham where he was like, just went to the weeds of what makes, I mean, there's that famous video. If anyone listening hasn't yeah, seen yeah, it. They use. Yeah. The say like the wizard, <laughs> the say trailer video, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that kind of insight seems seems really really valuable. I have a yeah. qu- I have a question about God. But at the same oh. time, why? I mean, that's why I'm excited on this weightlifting thing because I'm just a mere mortal and like yeah. And I, I'm just hoping that I I break the plateau with the heavy weights. Hey man, and I think, yeah, I feel, I feel that. Yeah. It's good. I think, I think climber, you know, Natasha Barnes, you guys know her. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's an advocate. So, so you, do you think this weightlifting, um, is going to let you finally achieve the triple, uh, the, the beer stat challenge that you, uh, oh, let's talk about quite... it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what's sorry. Um, anyone listening hasn't seen this video, please check it out. Um, Cameron tries to climb. He tries to summit, uh, Mount Bierstadt, climb yeah. Bierstadt, which is a V10 boulder in Mount Evans area A. And then yeah. what was the last challenge? Well, he, he goes to Evans, hikes in Evans, okay. climbs Bierstadt, hikes yeah. out, rides the bike to the top <laughs> of Mount Evans, does the sawtooth traverse to Bierstadt, okay. and then hikes yeah. back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One well, of those I'm things was completed. About it. It's my favorite. So to train for that, like April, April's my least favorite month. <laughs> you guys have a least favorite month kind of actually april april is yours me. huh month, it's such a piece of shit i think i think february is my least favorite Dude, month. what did april do to you what did april do it rained, it rained a lot man and it was always cold <laughs> fair enough that's good that's a pretty good reason winter was over but it just like got worse <laughs> that's what april is in colorado yeah anyways so in April to make it better, I'm gonna um, ride the bike to um, Cloud Shadow Wall, do reverse undercling traverse V10. Heck yeah! Keep riding the bike up Flagstaff, and then at the top of Flagstaff, get off the bike, go up Green Mountain, or maybe even keep going and then come down, ride the bike down. So that's okay. like the trainer. Dude, you're gonna do that ten times, ten times before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds really hard, actually. Dude, reverse <laughs> UCT is fucking gross too. Come on, man. I love it. Really? Yeah. I'm a, a flag daddy. Oh, <laughs> dude. Amen, brother. Flag daddy. Flag daddies. Oh, dude, I check this flag. out. We're, we're going to cut this out of the pod probably, but um, yeah. hold on one yes. sec. Dave got a puppy. Oh, cute. So this is the little dude, and he was found on Flagstaff by Lizzie Ellison in like That's a driving a snowstorm. Boy. Actual flag daddy, right? Yeah, he is a true flag, flag puppy, flag daddy. baby. He's a little flag baby. He's a good boy. 
If you if you ever want to babysit him and have him shit all over your couch behind you, <laughs> he's available. <laughs> he's totally available. I like the Cameron yeah. University. Oh yeah, <laughs> subtle, <laughs> subtle. That's actually a sweater that I got this weird sweater on that I, I didn't like know that we were one. I'm like self-conscious about it, but I want you to know that I I've all I've been thinking about is damn that sweater looks fucking comfy, dude. <laughs> It does look comfy. You look fucking comfortable right yeah. now, dude. I mean, that's we want our guests to be comfortable, Cameron. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, good, good. At home, yeah. I mean, <laughs> comfortable enough here, dude. It's been I've been in here. I don't even want to know how many hours. I had to get a stand-up desk because I was sitting down too much this year. Dude, isn't it amazing how shitty your body feels when you've been sitting for forty hours a week, if not more? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Everything I is. Know. Just because my my yeah my back yeah your back like goes out mm-hmm. you're just like what? I worked I worked full time as a web developer for like a year and a half and I have never felt so unhealthy like physically because everything uh. everything just starts hurting like you're like everything's overworked so you go climbing and you're, you don't realize it but your back is like super tight so you just like tweak it but yeah I'm sure you're familiar with the pains of desk life because editing is a very tedious and long process indeed <laughs> for sure for sure yeah, yeah. it is I, I did it today yeah yeah we like, do, do, doing it I, i'm kind of curious for you are you more psyched um when you're editing your content or when you're filming it oh that's a good question because yeah because as so I I am nowhere near the level of filmmaker you are but I have you know I've dabbled in filmmaking and nice. I've always felt that filming is fun but then when you're in the editing is where you finally get to see like okay what can I do with these cool chunks like what can I sculpt out of this and there's so much like I don't know so much you can do yeah there is a lot you can do um I I love to edit that's I wouldn't be yeah, I wouldn't have made it this far if I didn't love editing. You got to love it because it, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. 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 I feel like you can probably, it's probably easy to see when someone's also just not putting the, the care and attention into their editing, you know? Yeah. Because that, that just translates so easily. Well, the shit's going to suck. <laughs> if you're a writer, a musician, a filmmaker, a fucking, yeah. uh, a, if your medium is charcoal on paper, if you're if you're not invested in giving it, fucking six runs at the editing board yeah yeah it's gonna the only person i've ever known who doesn't edit is charles bukowski and he's obviously a fucking unicorn right (laughs) you know you gotta be invested in doing the behind the scene non-sexy shit like yeah yeah you gotta grind it out i mean or else you gotta earn it somehow you can't just like go out on a fun trip and give your footage to like some Larry and then be like <laughs> on to the next cool video. I don't take ownership of anything I just made. I'm just all follow the stoke. Pretty shallow way to go about it. Right. Don't you yeah. kind of feel that um with the rise of social media over the last uh twelve years, let's say when kind of Facebook two thousand eight maybe kind of started getting really popular, that feels like a lot of people are just kind of forgetting that part of the process right the hard work in the dark room where you fucking silence your phone and you're like i got six hours here man and i i can't climb and nobody's ever gonna see my work nobody's ever gonna see my sweat over this bullshit but you have to do it 
it's yeah. what it's what sets guys like you apart from the fucking Johnny Come Latelys on Instagram. Johnny yeah. Come Latelys, holy shit! That sorry, I'm 40, <laughs> I'm I'm 46 for sure. <laughs> I'm never. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Goddamn Johnny Come Latelys. Larry Come Lately. Larry Come Lately. Yeah, dude. Jesus. <laughs> Johnny Come Lately. Somebody take the tennis balls off my walker. <laughs> Fuck me. You gotta love it. And um, what's not to love, man? It's so fun to do sound design now, like sound effects. Um, I've always gotten really lucky with, I always feel like I got so lucky picking my music on all my videos. Never takes me any time compared Mm -hmm. to everything else. And I just think it always matches really well. It's like the one thing I'm so stoked on is like, I always feel like I got good. Good taste. Yeah. I always came through like pretty well. Um, You have to, to love that part of doing it. It's a, yeah, it's, it's like, um, it's not just going and filming. You're also like editing a lot. It's yeah. not just, it's like double, double sided. So yeah. we're going to wrap this up pretty quick, but is, is this it, man? Is this your career forever? Or do you have more explorations to make in your yeah. professional life? Well, what do you mean? I don't know what I mean. I'm going <laughs> to let you interpret that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the artistry of podcasting right there i wanted to talk about cities to crags did you guys were you guys yeah psyched? yeah please okay. yeah i still got like a box i still probably got like 45 of these magazines left to sell and we um we donate half of each magazine sale to flip climbing in beirut lebanon oh my to, god uh, rebuild after that explosion yes i know exactly. holy yeah. shit Elias and i did that last year and made the i made that 100 page magazine this year so if anyone's listening and they made it this far in the podcast that'd Dude, be awesome we will if, uh, we definitely will link that man yes and you can get that at bearcam.com dot com. that's right and thanks you have, dude you only have 40 left yeah Oh shit! Let's try to fucking sell them all. Yeah, Thundercling Nation. We have exactly <laughs> right. we, have, we have exactly forty we have exactly forty <laughs> listeners. So this is gonna work out perfectly. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's freaking awesome. Um, How's that going, by the way? Give us an update on that. Um, the rebuilding process and in the, the gym. Oh, I don't and- know, dude. I think they're happy for the money and they're trying to rebuild their gym that exploded. We got. Isn't that, very, isn't that crazy? 2020 has been such a Was that this year fucking year? That, that was like, this summer. Yeah, like this gigantic explosion is like just kind of washed away. And not washed yeah. I'm sorry. That's not even, that's not necessarily true, but. A lot of, shit, just, is, a lot of shit has happened is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Sorry. <laughs> hey, we still got like six more days left for the aliens to come is what I'm yeah, thinking. No, it's getting tight. It's getting really tight here. Um. Yeah, and then my Diplo videos are coming out December 28th on his YouTube, so check those out. Oh, fucking sick, man. That's so cool. All right, this will be this. No, no. We'll get this out before they. that'll be the yeah, goal. Dude, Hopefully Dip- this comes. People com- got to know about those Diplo vids, dude. Damn right. Um, I wanted to just say, so at this point in your career, Shit. you have worked. you've worked with pretty much... Uh, the 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 no just 
the who's who of the climbing world, right? I'm just kind of sure. wondering who is who is like somebody in this world that you haven't had the chance to work with that you'd really love to. I'm just kind of curious. Uh, yeah. I'm sure there's. Yeah, Adam Andre. I mean, oh, that's a good crazy one. Guy. What a what a guy. What a personality. Fuck, <laughs> uh, it's cool. Nice. I thought Adam Andre was rad. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody else out there? Ah, oh, man. I don't know, dude. I, I kind of, like I said, I kind of like took a few months off the climbing. Yeah. That's fair. That's also yeah. fair. Making all of it so much, you know, for like a long time. So, man, if I was a filmmaker I and not, I got I to. No one, you know, I'd, I'll work, you know, as long as there's a cool story. Yeah. Cool stories. Yeah. yeah cool, cool story, story bro. bro. I want to go somewhere. I want to go up north and go somewhere weird. And like, I want to like Mount Asgard. You guys know Holy Beth shit, and I. I've... Yeah, 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 yeah. Weird. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, it's cool. Um, like I really admire Hazel Finley. I admire yeah. her, like her in- sure. her intellect and <clears throat> how she yeah. speaks. And then when she gets on the rock, she's a fucking raging monster. That yeah. must have been a joy. Like that seems like a, a kind of a treat to work with somebody like that. Yeah, for sure. Hazel's Hazel's the bomb. Yeah, she's she's awesome. She's yeah. rad in a million different ways. You know, like to have the whole be thoughtful, be a crusher, and then have like a sense of humor, and yeah. all from a different country. That that's a, mm-hmm. that would be a joy, dude. Good for you. Yeah. What a cool feather in your hat. Yeah, I call her the badger. <laughs> The badger. <laughs> Why? The honey badger. Oh, no, she's so fierce. And like, yeah. When she was climbing, I was like, "You're like a badger." Yeah. yeah. The last video I saw of her, I don't know if you saw it too. She rage sent a route after she like came off the couch and she was like, "I'm just gonna try this route," and she fucking sent it, and she's like literally just screaming at the rock the entire time. Yeah. Where your Where your trance? Yeah, she's a badass, dude. All right, my shit. dog's going to take a fucking shit on everything I own if we don't wrap this up. Oh, as, shit. As well as chew uh, my shoe, which he's doing right now. Actively doing um, so I guess, that, yeah, to answer the last question, I mean, any any iteration, this whole um, motion capturing with sound, with synchronized yeah. sound and video in the same file, what they call filmmaking, I think. That's that's all. I'm, I'm psyched on that. I honestly, I tried to do little things, starting some clothing. I sell some shirts on my site just because I love all my clients I get to work with. Yeah. So I tried to emulate them a little bit, but um, I tried. That took up some time actually, and then some money trying to like make cool stuff to sell. But this is my my thing. Sick yeah. man. Well, congrats. You're thank, doing a great job. Yeah, clearly. I was going to say, thank God you're fucking good at it. <laughs> you're really, you're really, really good at it. Stick yeah. with it, man. Stick with it, dude. You got a, fu- you got a future, man. I just want- <laughs> yeah. From a couple experts here, we've looked at your uh, catalog, yeah. and it seems like, yeah, <laughs> you know, if you keep trying, you'll have a pretty good you future. You guys are wearing headphones. I trust you guys. Yeah. Or, uh, dude, yeah, heck yeah. yeah. I'm wearing, like, gaming headset headphones, but, you know, official. Um, fucking, what was I going to Oh, yeah. and... As a final thing, just to bring back Stone Spirit because I admired it so goddamn yeah, yeah. much. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say all of our listeners like definitely seek that out. And I think it speaks to – it's a really stark representation of how like you embrace taking chances 
and constantly growing and you have no boundaries. And I think that's a fucking re- speaks really well to your future uh, as a filmmaker. And that's yeah, why we you. wanted to have you on, man, because you're uh-huh. like kind of still in the infancy of your career. Really? I, yeah. It's been weird. I've been like, am I, have I been doing this like for a decade? I'm like, not really. I haven't. So, so I guess it's still young. Yeah. Do you, I wanted to ask you guys those. Do you guys both write for a living? Like, what does um, the guy on the right do? I just know what Dave does. <laughs> um, that's a good question. I don't. I. Uh, I, I. You write Daniel Steele fan fiction, but that's write, not. That's just for yourself. I do not write for full time. Unfortunately, I dabbled in media for a little bit, but now I'm doing full time uh, bioinformatics. What the? What the fuck? I know, right? I don't even really know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> the truth, finally. That Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Sixth Day, last night. Whoa, you watched that? Yeah, dude. I'm not gonna lie. The, of the Arnold Schwarzenegger catalog, that is on the list of ones I have not seen. What the fuck is The Sixth Day? I've never even <laughs> it's heard the of one it. Where like hell is coming or something, right? No, they clone. They clone him. Oh my god. Okay, final but, days is that, dude? Holy shit. Sorry, that's that's a that's one of his last ones, right? Sixth Day. Uh, it's the year 2000. Yeah, I'm a big Predator boy. Predator T, yeah, Predator and sure. T2, dude. That's that's yeah. my Bible. <laughs> Fucking, what are you talking? Conan, kill it. me. I'm here. Sorry. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff when he stabs the guy to the post when they go into Columbia. Stick around. Stick around. Stick around. <laughs> yeah, One I mean, ugly motherfucker. I mean, yeah. I the mean, thing about Sunspirit that. That's why it stood out. It's like I really – I tried to write it before, and that's why I – I didn't know if you guys were both writers or just if it's just Dave, but, like, the you know, writing is really fun. That's, like, on 2021, I want to write more. Oh, good for you, man. Like, you know, so. what do you mean by that? Yeah, I just want to, like, put pen to paper, keyboard to screen, write, are you, write more. Are you gonna, awesome. Are you going to ever do um, – fictional filmmaking sorry yeah i mean i want to do a music video yeah yeah music i got pretty yeah i want to do a a music video soon cool okay yeah i mean that's cool that's that's the music videos are a great way to get into um, non-documentary style filmmaking because you just have so much creative leeway there's yeah yeah it's that's how fucking david fincher started man oh really my favorite my favorite director started by that Spike Jones, all those guys did. That's true. I know, I definitely know Spike Jones did. Dude, well, yeah. I I can't wait. Like, I can't wait for this fucking pandemic to end for a litany, a goddamn scroll of reasons. But yeah. one one of the reasons I can't wait for it to end is to see you back out in the wild and see oh, what the wow. next projects are, dude. Because that's yeah, you're gonna be so fucking psyched, <laughs> you know. Yeah trying to line them up i'm trying to be super like looking forward to something right now you know what i mean yeah yeah Yeah. trying to do another fun trip with craig DiMartino and 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 uh some other adaptive athletes oh man craig's reaction is another great movie that you did i mean that's probably your most heralded film right i guess it was yeah that's the one where i was like damn wish that was like wish that was easier on myself when i made that but yeah that's a great yeah. film. We're going to link to all this shit, man, and talk yeah. about it in the intros and outros and make sure cool. you get some fucking eyes on your work because you're just 
you're you're part of a small group of people who are just churning out fucking great piece after great piece and uh it's it's a testament to your growth as a filmmaker and i can't wait to see what comes next when uh you know donald trump is fucking kicked down to florida and the (laughs) coronavirus is gone and you know the robots take over the planet i don't know what's gonna fucking happen we'll see yeah shit anyway dude um (laughs) happy holidays this will be out in like two days Oh, wow. And, Thanks, you um, Oh, it's our pleasure, dude. Cameron, it was really I'm... nice to meet you, man. Yeah, nice to meet you too, Fiddy. Yeah, it's 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 actually Fiddy, but... No, you need to say that is... way more aggressively. Hey, Cameron. It's actually it's fucking Fiddy. But Fiddy. I don't like... I mean, it's it's phonetically, it's Fiddy, so you're totally... You're on point, man. You know, my bad. I mean, my last name, to ne- technically, it's Meyer. Yeah, and everyone says Mayor. Yeah. Yeah. People call me Dov all the time, and it fucking <laughs> yeah, it frustrates the shit out of me. Don't call me that; it's Dave. Uh, sorry, Where's Dov. Wayne, I like to say Ooh. I like to, I'm Wayne. Yeah. Okay, dude, I like that. All right, listen, the shit show. All right. dude, that was actually not a shit show. We're no, gonna was... have to edit it to make it seem like a shit show. Yeah, we make it our yeah, we make the podcast <laughs> Just kidding, dude. We'll make it look like a supermodel. Yeah. Um, of course, none of this will be in the podcast, Yeah, but we, uh, I'm glad we made this work out after yeah, fucking three, yeah. three yeah. months of trying. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. We'll send Chris a, uh, some edible underwear or something. Down in the city yeah. with the wind patterns change, blown around the buildings all tall and strange. You are cuddling my dog. Yeah, right we'll, now. We'll, you'll have to tell the story of how you got podsies. Didn't we but... do that in the intro? No, remember? Oh, we didn't. Anyway, fuck that. <laughs> I don't care. I have a new dog, eight weeks old. Uh, beautiful little guy given to me by Paul Robinson and Lizzie <laughs> Ellison because they found him in a snowstorm on Flagstaff Mountain at six and a half weeks old with no collar, no owner, no chip. They searched online. They thought they were going to keep him. They couldn't. Paul's building a house. <laughs> She's going to go to college. Oh, my um, God. He's going to get surgery. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. looking for a dog. I have a new eight-week-old. He's very sweet. And he's called he's called Pods because of the Thunder Pods. That is impossibly false. Oh. I We've been over this. I really His th- name is Pods because, because I used to call my old... Feeding. Old dog. We're going to have a problem here. We're going to have to slip out the wrestling mat. Oh, shit. You, oh, did you bring God. your singlet over here? I did. I always wear it underneath everything. <laughs> Me too. Every I day. got headgear for us, too. Yeah. Um, no, I called him Pods because I used to call my old dog Partner, and I always shorten it to Pods. So he's Pods. And also, we've all been living in our own Pods nice, during dude. this pandemic. Full circle. And he's like, he's my new Pod. Dude, you really linked that all together, like really cohesive uh, theme there. The most... I was looking for a symbolic sort yeah. of name, Heck like yeah. really deep and Pods. Pods. Jesus what you, Christ. What if you called him what if I just call him Beer Bur- or something? <laughs> what <are> they- <laughs> this is my dog fucking Burrito. You guys feel like uh, Chipotle? I'm starting. Oh my god, that'd be kind of an amazing dog name. This is Burrito. This is my dog, Illegal Pete. <laughs> um, so okay. hold on, before we go on, yes. Cameron, thank you so much for coming on. Cameron. And you guys, uh, what he was talking about at the end, Cities to Crags Zine. You can support the rebuilding of the climbing gym. In Lebanon. in Lebanon after that fucking horrific explosion. You guys all remember that thing. That feels was like insane. it happened five years ago. Yeah. It was this summer. 
um, and they lost a really important climbing gym and community center there. And um, his Craig's uh, Cities to Craig zine is, you know, it follows Cam and uh, Sam Elias's trip through the South. They go to like Memphis, HP 40, New Orleans, Miami, Chattanooga, South Carolina, North Carolina. Um, 100 pages, beautiful pictures. I think it's like 20 bucks. And that money goes towards the rebuilding yes. of that gym. So there are only 40 of them left, guys. So consider you strongly. Fo- the 38 people that listen to this podcast yeah, we promised tell two King. friends yeah we promised cameron and you have to buy them all yeah you 38 yeah. i know you guys are probably people. you know you know you probably spent a lot of money on holiday gifts already but fucking parties just buy it party it's not that big a fucking deal do something good for a change Quit fucking i'm gonna call you i'm gonna call you <laughs> let's call them out dude i and i let's get this yeah let's get this on the record this is one thing we did say we were gonna talk about I'm about ready to become, maybe to become persona non grata as well. Yeah. Because, um, so the truth is, is that one of my jobs is I remodel homes. Yeah. That's, you know, I write as well, but that fucking doesn't pay a goddamn thing. So you got to have, make a real living. So during the day I do that stuff. I have had a job yes. on the books to remodel a garage into a house in Bishop, California. Yes. For it's, a long time. Since August, yeah, this job has been on the books, and of course, California is really fucking struggling right now. Yes, but I have a job to go do. This person has supplies at their house; they have cleared their schedule. Yes. And yes, I, it's my friend, and I took it because it's Bishop, and I fucking need some mental health away from Denver as well. And I know I'm going to get called out for it because they're in lockdown. Yeah, but what? This is the hazy part. What am I supposed to do when that person has spent all this money and it's literally your livelihood. Too. It is. It, I, if you don't go do this job, you, you won't be able to pay rent. I have been able to work in Denver yeah. during lockdowns because quote unquote, I'm an essential worker, but it's true. Yeah. When fucking companies well, spend money to get something remodeled. I have to be there. Can we not agree that like, uh, sure. Traveling out of state, you shouldn't be doing that probably, but at the same time, you, shouldn't be you are, you work by yourself. Yes. And I'm living you in live by that yourself. house. You're going to be living in that house, you know. I'm not with, living in a van yes. at Vaughn's or living in the pit or camping in yes. a tent. You like, can we acknowledge that it is possible to maybe still travel pretty and safe. be pretty safe and be pretty responsible? Taking all of my groceries. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to go to Vaughn's for two weeks. I'm staying in his house for two weeks. I'm going to do my yeah. quarantine there. Get my fucking work done. He's got a bunch of hangboards. Yeah. And you, you haven't been out raging with partying. I don't do anything. <laughs> have you seen my complexion? Yeah. I have not. I mean, it's not that bad. It no, looks you're always good. the Thanks, same. Man. You're That's, always the same. It's color. beautiful. Uh, I could use a fucking tan is what I'm saying. I haven't been outside yeah. or done anything yeah. forever. But anyway, I just wanted all you guys to know. I'm going to Bishop. Remember when you wrote that article? What article? The Bishop article? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, I know. That, how does that make, is it conflict? Like what? Yeah. I feel like that's the one thing, right? We've all, we, we've been through the storm, you know, things have changed. Perspectives have changed. Well, see the thing about me going to Bishop <laughs> is that I wrote that article, which I guess went viral. I don't know. Got a couple hundred thousand views mentioned in the 
everywhere. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I got a lot of fucking threats. One person in there got a couple death threats. I still get emails that saying I'm trying to destroy Bishop. But yeah, it makes me it makes me feel like a hypocrite that I wrote that article. I think and we're we, all hypocrites. We preach we preach, you know, safety on this podcast and I'm fucking going to Bishop. And so I could be framed as a hypocrite. I'm fine with that. I don't think I am. I have a fucking job there that's been on the books since July or August. But um, yeah, if you want to call me a hypocrite, man, go for it. I will not disparage you. If you want to call me a dick, just don't you fucking call Big me short or bald. Big poo-poo boy. Yeah. That was my that. nickname in high school. <laughs> Big poo-poo boy. Damn. Yep. Most Res- likely respect, to... Uh, most likely to... Vomit in the sewer in New York City. And I was from Iowa. That was in the yearbook? Yeah, that's what the most... Yeah. The thing that I got, because we were in Iowa, so New York City. It's actually... So it actually wasn't normally a category, but so many people wrote that in that they they had to add you. I ended up not... When I did go there, I ended up not vomiting into the sewer grate. I had fucking explosive diarrhea. Don't say it. Yeah. Right into a sewer grate. And right next to the... the You've naked cowboy soiled. was playing his guitar like right, and all the you, superheroes and I was like dude whenever I go to New York I just, just some guy comes up to me and is like check out my demo dude and he gives <laughs> me a CD and then he asks me what my name is and then he writes my name on the CD and I'm like wait what do you I don't want to buy this and then he's like I wrote your name on this dude but it's mystical man it's gonna teach he's you like, the ways I, of fucking I sharpie your name I can't t- I can't not give it to you now. you have to buy it and I say you can fuck off. <laughs> Get away from me, dude. And also put on some pants. I'll have you know in high school I was voted most likely to vomit in a New York sink. And I'm going to do it right now. Mine was a sewer grate. Sorry, sewer grate. Yeah. Well, if you, what if you vomited into the same sewer grate that no, I had that no, don't really say explosive it. diarrhea into? And I'm so, like, this is just a raccoon ate both of those and it became a thunder coon. Like the thunder pots, like your dog. Just a crazy superhero so, raccoon. Do you I'm f- sorry, Jesus. You just Whoa. you just put a lot of poop out there. As, as, I'm sorry, yes. guys. That's a callback to our early days when we talked way more about feces. You're and... just kind of a hypocrite, dude. Oh, there it begins already. Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about? Is there anything else going on? Yeah, well, so because Dave is going to Bishop, we are going to have to figure out a way to potentially keep churning out episodes at the rate we have been, which is pretty sustainable. Yep, uh, <laughs> that was a little bit passive aggressive. No, I what I'm a hundred percent. You know, I why were was your middle finger raised at me when you said it? <laughs> why were both middle fingers up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We it's yeah, it'll be interesting. We're gonna have to really play around, and hopefully, we come up with something. Yeah, we're not quitting the pot. I'll no. be I'll be in Bishop till March. Once again, living in a house. Not in a tent or van. I will be climbing only when I have time away from the job. It's all going to be good. Be very safe. Um, It'll be my 20th year there. It's not like I don't know the place or the people who live there. Dude, anyway, sugarcoat still, it any way you want. Yeah, exactly. I'm still a fucking hypocrite dick. I'm a dick. Your actions. Say it. I'm saying it. Fucking say it louder (laughs) and faster also. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So we'll figure that out. Anyway, yeah, we're we're gonna have to come up with a creative solution to do probably a pod a month. Yes. How long? How long are you gonna be gone? I'm gonna be gone until March. That's like. That's six months from now. Holy shit! Is it really in 2020 time? I was gonna say. I was like, no. I hope that's really long. 
That's long. Dude. I was just kidding. I don't. I actually don't know how many months it is. So I said in 2020 time, but it's six months, right? I don't think so. It's this January, it's February, February, January, April, no, August, no. Uh, December, <laughs> March. Am I wrong? Well, how, do so months, how do the months go? I'm so shook right now. How, I can't. how do the months go? You know, we don't have to talk. You're right. 2020 time, six months. Um, I do want to say <laughs> about, <laughs> we're just going to move on past that. <laughs> Bear oh, wait, hold on, hold on a second. Do you think that I actually don't know because you're, no, I know, you look concerned? I know that you know, but at first I was so con- I was actually concerned, and I realized that you were just playing me, and I didn't. I, I wish was, you guys could have seen Feedy's face. He's like my fucking co-host. I was like, Dave, I think we might actually have to end the podcast. <laughs> I could see him. Th- I could see him wanting to ask me, "Do I know the alphabet?" Dave, this is it. You're. I know it's a little weird to do this on the pod, but um. I think we should. <laughs> Do you know what letter comes after Y? Anyway, what were you going to say about Cam? Let's get back to Cam. Jesus, I'm sorry. I was going to say he... Uh... He what? Come on. Dead air. Let's go. Start it. <laughs> go! Pods, take the mic. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we haven't had a creator content creator on in a while not since boone speed really i don't think so yeah and it was cool to talk to him it's and, nice to talk uh, to filmmakers like yeah. who are out there making the stuff that we ingest mm-hmm. we've talked to peter mortimer and boone and it's weird Cam. it's like their vision you know it's not without their vision you know somehow resonating with a, ma- a good majority of climbers you know their content wouldn't you know it's just really fascinating they they just have this the the vision the the taste that allows their content to be like very well accepted cuz you know you can go on youtube and you can find some sh- someone who's churning out videos all the time but there's oh a god we had albert oak on too he's oh, yeah. huge yeah. he was just you were just ago. thinking about that this whole time weren't you um no i was going to say that climbing is unique in the way that you're speaking of because when you watch uh the last dance let's say it yeah kind of that that netflix pandemic video about yes. um pandemic michael jordan and the bulls well they released it early yeah, you yeah. know so people could see it people aren't like oh, i'm become a bulls fan yeah people aren't like oh michael jordan's my favorite player now most people are like well i've can't believe what an asshole he is. <laughs> um, but when climbing creators make something like uh, Sharma and Big Up made Pilgrimage, nobody'd fucking, very few people had ever heard of Hompi. Yeah. And it became a national or international destination. Yeah. You know, when, when climbing creators make it, they there's some weight that comes with that because yeah, they, they can shift the, the whole environment, environment and like, psyche environmental communications <gasps> hey holy shit yeah right holy shit he didn't realize it but this whole time he his his major has shaped him to shape us us to shape the environment to shape dave going to bishop fuck man can <laughs> you don't know uh, how much power you hold yeah uh, is really going off the rails yeah well you know but i'm what? enjoying it it's if you're still here like you know what you're getting baby that is true. You know, <laughs> you thirty-eight lucky listeners, welcome yeah. to the party. You thirty-eight all who bought the zine. I haven't even fucking bought the zine, Dave. We can't tell people to buy a zine and not buy it. Well, buy it. There's I'll, forty left, dude. I'll do it right now. Actually, if me and you buy it, then our thirty-eight listeners can get the last thirty-eight. 
don't do that. That's my rat guitar pedal. I'm tapping it into the... Feedy's borrowing my rat guitar pedal as I as I go because he's getting real into guitar playing. Hey, we've gotten some really nice messages from people, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. I haven't responded to any of them because I'm a piece of human fart. Part. Well. Oh. This is, my, this is my to-do list. It, oh. Before I leave for Bishop, I will respond to everybody yeah. who has written us um, really fucking nice things to read during Thank this you. hard time. And I want to say something else, too. <laughs> if you're having a rough time out there, man, you're, you're not alone. Dave just like air set up like a like a cool handshake arm, you know? Sorry, because he was like, like he was like bringing in kind of to, I, you, I to just, you, the listener. Just I just wanted to give a visual like. I think a lot of people are struggling out there. Yes, I, I am. I think like I'm fucking breaking news. People are suffering in America. Fucking obviously, um, and I don't think, you know, we're humans. We're selfish. We probably don't give each other enough time. But I want you to know that there are a lot of people who are suffering that uh we're all kind of living in the same neighborhood we're neighbors we're going through this together and i don't mean that in the cheesy way like oh it's really hard not being able to go to the climbing gym i mean suffering from mental health issues and dealing with like you know you just want to give up and stuff like that we're with you a lot of people out there you're not alone i just want to say that right now especially during the holidays you know what i mean yeah so if you guys need to reach out and talk to somebody and you fucking want to talk to a stranger, give me a, send me an email. I guarantee I'll get back to you because it's been a rough year, man. We need to hang together, especially in such a tight knit for core climbers, such a tight knit core community. Elitist. Such, such an elitist community. We really need to stick together. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, that was a good. That was a good what palate cleanser. Was ex- that was a good palate cleanser. Extremely uh, on point. And I don't topical. know. I just feel like we all feel so alone, yeah. you know. And the truth is that we. I mean, the truth is we are alone, but we're not like psychically alone. So many the people that you think are doing well right now, who have their shit together, I fucking guarantee you they're weeping in the shower or they're crying when they're making their coffee and they're like, I can't go get my you know, whatever pumpkin vanilla latte that when I see this person that I've been going to get my coffee from every yeah. little things like that, this, these little fucking disruptions that add up to basically wipe out a reality that you've curated for yourself. And now you have to find a new one. And if you get enough of those building blocks, they build a wall that you feel like you can't break through. But I think that wall surrounds all, a lot of us right now. So if anybody needs to talk, get a hold of me, but if you don't need to talk and you just want to know that you're not alone, you are fucking definitely not alone. A lot of struggling going on out there. Amen, brother. But it's the holidays. And hey, you Happy know what? Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. To you too. I can't pronounce that. Chris Mahana I've had two beers. Feel a little funny. Not funny enough. But I feel like I slur. What? Hey, hey, hold on. What? Oh, shit. What's your favorite Christmas movie that you're watching this year? Doesn't have to be a new one. I'm we just did saying. this. Remember, um, I don't you have again. one. The fuck's wrong with you? I don't. I just don't. I've never. Honestly, my first and my first favorite movie ever was Frost to the Snowman. I saw that in uh, the animated one. Yeah, that fucking blew my mind. I really love. Well, you're talking about the claymation, like Frost. No, the... no, no, no. Two D. Two D. 
2D. Okay. So Frosty the Snowman, baby. That's it. Frosty the Snowman. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. I think uh, Feedy's losing his mind here. I have a dog that's gonna shit on everything I own. And um, give Pod some credit. That was a that was a fun podcast, man. And I want to say to you, Thanks. it's good to see you again, man. And I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you when I'm gone. I'm gonna. I'm. It's gonna be weird, dude. No, it isn't. It's we see each be, other like twice a month. It's going to be weird, Dave. It'll be okay. We're all going to be okay. Get vaccinated. Wear your fucking mask. Be nice. <laughs> Get, eat. Say the prayers to the God that you worship to save us all. Yeah, please. If you could work extra hard on that. Amen, brother. All right. Adieu. All right, everybody. <laughs> Who knows what the next episode will look like or sound like. I love y'all so much and I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah. Feedy, would you like to say any party words? Goodbye. Uh, right. For now. I mean, this is why we're the most creative podcast in the world. We do it every time we... I love you. I love you.